0: News. It's 11 o'clock, I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. Officials say a man has died after receiving a Sinovac COVID-19 vaccine, but stress it's too early to say whether the jab was a factor in his death. The second day of bail hearings for 47 people on subversion trial wraps up for the day and calls Mount for Beijing to push ahead with plans to remove diff- District Councillor's ability to choose the SAR's Chief Executive. Officials have reported the death of a 63-year-old man two days after he received the Sinovac COVID-19 vaccine at a government vaccination centre in Jordan, although they stressed it's too early to say whether the jab was related to his death. Cecil Wong has details.
1: The Department of Health said in a brief statement that the patient was vaccinated at Chung Sports Centre on Friday last week, the first day of Hong Kong's citywide vaccination program. It said he then developed acute breathing problems on Sunday before he went to Queen Elizabeth Hospital, where he died later that day. The department said it was informed of the incident earlier this evening, but did not explain the delay. A spokesman said officials immediately contacted the hospital authority to seek more information as part of their probe into the matter but he stressed that it was too early to say whether the vaccination was related to the patient's death in any way. It said a panel of experts on COVID will look into the matter and announce their findings at a suitable time. Earlier, authorities had said they were looking into a separate case involving a 72-year-old man who developed heart palpitations on Saturday within half an hour of receiving a COVID jab. Tens of thousands of people have already been inoculated with the mainland-produced Sinovac vaccine, with authorities starting to accept bookings for the German-produced BioNTech jab tomorrow. Day two of the subversion trial of 47 pro-democracy
0: figures wrapped up at West Kowloon Court around half an hour ago, with a magistrate yet to decide on bail arrangements for eight of the defendants. Prosecutors want to keep them behind bars for the next three months as police continue investigating an alleged plot to overthrow the government. The magistrate said the proceedings will continue tomorrow morning. Candace Wong is at the court.
2: With the defendants having spent some 24 hours in court over two days, Chief Magistrate Victor So told the court he had noticed a couple of defendants nodding off and gave some of them permission to leave the courtroom to rest. He had been listening to bail applications for one defendant after another, and after lawyers complained about their exhausted clients, Mr. So decided to draw the line at 10 p.m., noting in particular how tired legal scholar Benny Tai looked after he was whisked from one court to another to attend two hearings on the same day. The court will reconvene at 12 in the afternoon, he decided, and he'll announce his decisions on bail arrangements for all the defendants when everything's finished. The court had been in session for nearly 24 hours over two days, with five defendants ending up in hospital after day one and one fainting in court before the proceedings were cut short past. 3 a.m. on Tuesday.
0: Some supporters of the defendants showed up outside the court for a second day. They expressed frustration with the slow pace of the hearing.
2: Such a
3: huge case involving 47 people, it would uh, actually take very long and I don't understand that why the court uh, expects to handle a case in one night with 47 people.
2: I think the OJ should give more effort before they put them into the court. I came yesterday, I stayed from 7am to around 3am this morning. And I came again now to support one of the defendants. I, I didn't expect it to last till 3 a.m. I expected it to stop late light, maybe, but I didn't expect it to last till 3 a.m. until someone fell down.
0: The hospital authority says it's suspended one of the 47 defendants from duty in line with established procedures. Winnie Yu chairs the Hospital Authority Employees' Alliance, which led a strike last year to try to pressure the government to shut down the border to protect Hong Kong from COVID-19. Dr Lau Ka-hin is a Chief Manager at the Hospital Authority.
4: Uh, regarding to a staff of hospital authority who have been charged uh, who are against the uh, national security law, uh, hospital authority will follow the established resources, procedures, as well as regulations, uh, the staff would be uh, suspended uh, for, he, uh, for, for his or her, her job.
0: You're tuned to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past 11. A local deputy to the National People's Congress says Beijing will likely remove District Councillor's power to help choose Hong Kong's chief executive to further reduce the opposition camp's political leverage. Candace Wong reports.
2: Ip Kwok Him said before he flew to the capital to attend this year's NPC's plenary session that he agrees that district councillors should not be empowered to pick the top leader. We see that members from the opposition camp won a lot of seats in the district council election. If they can get into the election committee, it will affect the CE election. How can people who are against the central government or even advocating Hong Kong independence become members of the election committee he said Mr. Ip said he expects the matter to be added as an ad hoc item on the MPC's session's agenda. His comments followed suggestions made by former National People's Congress Standing Committee member Rita Fan last weekend that district councillors should be barred from selecting the CE as part of a revamp of Hong Kong's electoral system to ensure only patriots govern the SAR.
0: Political analyst Ma Nok from the Chinese University says he doubts whether Hong Kong can continue to hold free and fair elections after Beijing changes the electoral system.
4: I think with the various mechanisms
1: of this occasion before and after the election, actually, there is a slim chance that we will still have a free and fair election in. September or in the future. So actually, I think uh, recent polls actually show that uh, a majority of Hong Kong people actually do not believe that the future elections will be free and fair. So uh, further manipulations, I think, only would make people believe more that actually the future elections are not free and fair, and then that would only hurt the legitimacy of the future election.
0: Prosecutors have laid a new charge against a teenager who was brought back to Hong Kong after being intercepted and detained by mainland authorities trying to flee Hong, the SAR with 11 other people on a speedboat. 18-year-old Liu Tzu Man now faces an additional charge of failing to surrender to custody. Timmy Sung reports.
4: Before he allegedly attempted to flee Hong Kong, Liu Siman had been charged with conspiracy to commit arson for allegedly processing raw materials to make Molotov cocktails during anti government protests in 2019 with four other people. He was one of the 12 Hong Kongers who were detained for months in Shenzhen after being caught by Guangdong Coast Guard last August. Now the Department of Justice has told the district court that an additional count of failing to surrender to custody has been laid against him. A co-defendant in the arson case, Cheng Chi-ho, was on the same boat with Liu and is serving a sentence on the mainland for illegally crossing the border. Prosecutors told the court he is expected to return to Hong Kong soon after completing his jail sentence. The case was adjourned to March 30th for Mr Liu to discuss his plea intention with his lawyer. Two other defendants, Cheng Chen and Liu wai have indicated they would plead not guilty to the conspiracy charge.
0: The lawyer representing the Occupy movement co-founder Benny Tai has argued that he and other campaign leaders only played supporting roles in the 79-day protests in 2014 as an appeal against the convictions of nine defendants started today. Violet Wong reports.
3: Eric Jung representing Benny Tai, told the High Court that the former University of Hong Kong legal academic had no control over the protesters, noting that many of them left to May Avenue after he declared the official start of the movement in the small hours of September 28 in 2014. Mr. Zhang said Mr. Tai and the other two Occupy Central co-founders, scholar Chen Men and Reverend Chi Yu-ming, only took up supporting rather than leadership roles from then on because the protest did not proceed as planned. The lawyer said the trio had expected the campaign to last only five days with up to 10,000 participants demonstrating on Chater Road instead of a much larger scale 79-day protests that took place in different areas of Hong Kong. Mr. Jung also asked the judges to consider the 2014 demonstrations as acts of civil disobedience in the most peaceful form. Benny was found guilty by the District Court in 2019 of conspiracy and incitement to commit public nuisance and was granted bail as he sought to appeal against his conviction and 16-month jail sentence.
0: Health officials say a man who was exempted from quarantine after arriving in Hong Kong from Shenzhen may have infected a retired academic here. Richard Pine has details.
5: A 28-year-old man travelled to Hong Kong in mid-February from Shenzhen. He tested negative for the virus when he arrived and was exempted from quarantine under a government scheme for local residents returning from Guangdong. During his stay, he held meetings with a 68-year-old retired University of Science and Technology academic who has now been confirmed with COVID-19. The younger man was himself diagnosed with COVID-19 after he flew to Shanghai last weekend. The Center for Health Protections, Dr. Chang Quan, says the older patient lives in staff quarters at the university but no longer teaches any students.
2: The staff residents, the Block 7 of the Hong Kong UST, those people who live there have to be undergo compulsory testing notice.
5: Meanwhile, local authorities reported 13 new COVID-19 infections, six of which were imported cases. Of the seven local cases, health authorities were unable to trace the source of infection for four of them. Authorities also reported more than 10 preliminary positive cases, with at least nine of them untraceable.
0: The government says it'll increase the capacity of its vaccination booking website after some people waited for more than an hour to gain access yesterday. The IT secretary, Alfred Sitt, says more than 100,000 people logged on at the same time to book a Sinovac vaccine. He says he expects people will have to queue online for some time when appointments open for Biontech jabs tomorrow morning. He appealed for patients, saying there's enough jabs for everybody in Hong Kong.
4: We understand very well that the people would like to have the vaccination as soon as possible. But the problem here is that the supply of the vaccination at the first beginning is still limited. So please be patient. So for tomorrow, we have already enhanced our system to increase the handling capacity. So, But I would expect there would still be some possibility there will be some waiting time.
0: Uh, Overseas, foreign ministers from the 10 Country Association of Southeast Asian Nations are holding virtual talks on the crisis in Myanmar. The meeting comes amid continuing protests against last month's coup, which again have been met by violence from the military. ASEAN has a tradition of non-interference in the internal affairs of its members, but the Prime Minister of Singapore, Lee Hsien Loong, condemned the takeover.
4: It's an enormous, tragic step back for them because there's no future that way. To use lethal force against civilian unarmed demonstrators, I think, is just not acceptable. So you really have to release Aung San Suu Kyi, negotiate with her, and work out a peaceful way forward
0: for Myanmar. France has changed its stance on the use of the AstraZeneca coronavirus vaccine, saying it can now be used, given to people aged between 65 and 74. The French health authorities had previously restricted its use to younger people. The French health minister, Olivier Véran explained the reason for the U-turn. The autorité de santé considère désormais depuis aujourd'hui que tous les vaccins dont nous disposons en France le AstraZeneca, le Pfizer, the National Moderna, Health
1: Authority has decided that from today all vaccines available in France the AstraZeneca, Pfizer and the Moderna have an effectiveness that qualifies as impressive and all protect people from serious forms of covid from now on everyone aged 50 and above those with comorbidities vulnerabilities with diabetes high blood pressure a medical history of cancer can be vaccinated with astrazeneca anyone can do so at their general practitioner at their hospital and in the next few days at their local pharmacy more than 200 billionaires were created
0: in China last year as booming stock markets and a flood of new listings offset the impact of the
1: pandemic, according to the latest Huron Global Rich List. Cesar Wong reports. China welcomed 259 new US dollar billionaires in 2020, more than the rest of the world combined, taking its total to 1,058 and making China the first country to break the 1,000 mark. The United States was second, with the 70 new billionaires created taking its total to 696. Leading the Chinese pack was Zhong Shan Shan, bottled water giant Nong Fu, who entered the list for the first time with an 85 billion U.S. dollar fortune, putting him number one in Asia and into Hurun's global top 10. Mr. Zhong, a former construction worker, made his cash following a 1.1 billion U.S. dollar initial public offering in Hong Kong last year but a clampdown on e-commerce giant Alibaba saw tycoon Jack Ma fall down the pecking order. The one-time darling of China's entrepreneurs has come under pressure from regulators who have reined in Alibaba and fintech Arm Ant Group on antitrust issues. Three individuals globally added more than $50 billion in a single year, the survey found, Tesla's Elon Musk, Amazon's Jeff Bezos, and Colin Huang of Pinduoduo, one of China's fastest-growing e-commerce players. The report also flagged a shift in Hong Kong, pointing out that the city's entrepreneurs are now being dwarfed by their counterparts in the mainland. Only three Hong Kong tycoons make it into the China top 50. Six of the world's top 10 cities with the highest concentration of billionaires are now in China, with Beijing top of the heap for the sixth year running. And that's the news from RTHK.
6: In our newsroom this evening, Sean Kennedy back with uh, more headlines at midnight.
7: And ice cream castles in the air And feathered canyons everywhere I've looked at clouds that way But now they only block the sun They rain and snow on everyone So many things I would have done But clouds got in my The dizzy dancing way you feel When every fairy tale comes real I've looked at love that way But now it's just another show You leave them laughing when you go And if you care, don't let them know Don't give yourself away Say I love you right at last Beams and dreams and circus crowd. I've looked at life that way But now old friends are acting strange They shake their heads, they say I've changed Well, something's lost, but something's gained In living every day
6: The track is uh, both sides now. That was uh, uh, that was um, uh, Judy Collins. Now, originally, uh, it, Judy Collins sung that tune. Grammy Award-winning American singer, um, career over sixty uh, over sixty years. Um, uh, a bit of a social activist as well. But uh, Judy Collins, uh, it was um, it it was first recorded by her. Um, uh, but uh, it was it, it turned out to be one of the uh, the best known. Um, songs of the Canadian singer Joni Mitchell. Uh, Joni Mitchell had a hit with it in uh, in uh, 1969. Also from the 60s, 1968, this is Mary Hopkins. Once upon a time,
7: there was a time